What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Comeback Couples Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Jennison, with Kendra Jennison, my best friend, the one who makes fun of me all night long last night. I did, and it was so funny because it was so accurate. I never make fun of you. Well, it's because I'm awesome. Well, <laughs> fucking, I'm gonna have to change that. So we have an event going on in the other room here. So I'm just gonna have the listeners which are probably some of these guys from the other side that are listening to it, but they're going to come through. So it might get a little loud, might get a little ruffly in here, but we're not going to let that ruffle our feathers. We're going to keep going. Um, I didn't really have, well, there's, there's a couple of different things I want to talk about. One, my shoes are better than you. Thank you for all the people that voted for me last week. Two. He's lying, uh, <laughs> first of all. Two, um, I find myself not, re- not really paying attention, but when I go on the, the TikTok, right, the talk of tick, and I see... There's a massive amount of women and stuff that are watching it and I don't click into them, but there's a couple like little, when people leave comments, right? I'm sure Ryan can attest to this. And there's a, a lady this morning, shoot, I don't know, it was 5.30 whenever I was going to the bathroom and reading it. That's what I like to do. And um, the lady said, what can a man do for a woman that a woman can't do for herself? And that was a topic that I wanted to talk, like I thought about that and I was going to respond back to it. And I wanted to make something clear. I right? like, I mean, especially having two daughters now and you, it's an interesting thing because obviously independence is very, very important. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I read that from her, I think her name was like lesbian 34 or something, which I, I don't care. Right. I don't really care if she's lesbian or gay or whatever. But um, so I kind of understand where she was coming from, almost like a negative spot on it. But I wanted to touch base on it because I think that. There's two, there's a unique side of it. When I was thinking about this morning, there's me, who's the king of the kingdom, if you will, right? And you're the queen of the kingdom because that's the hierarchy and the, the status in life we like to live. Then we've got these two little kids, three kids, but basically these two girls who ultimately want to be independent to make sure they can do everything on their own as well. But ultimately you can do more things than I can't do, but there's things that I can do that you can't do either. Right? right. So there's a dynamic of it. No different than like on the, on the business side or there's things that Kevin over here can do amazing that I can do that I can't do even, or don't even know where to start. And there's things that I can do that he can't do. Not that we couldn't learn them, but it, it complements skill sets. So when I read that for that lady, I'm like, I was like, you know, I don't want the message to come off like fucking I am he man, hear me roar. Right. That's not really what it is, but I do believe in leadership, but I believe in complementing one another great word i was trying to think of the word in my head i was like balance no that's not the word complimenting is the word so technically to answer her question i guess there's almost nothing a woman could do everything on her own a man can do everything on his own if you really want to go there sure what is everything i I'm, i'm sure she means like provide for herself financially sexually you know like all those things sure you can do all of that yourself um my question is why would you want to there is such an amazing peace, and I mean P-E-A-C-E, um, and comfort and a complimentary when you can be a female and you can be submissive to your partner. It's, it's such funny a you feminine, use that word. It's such a feminine, comfortable, never in my life before I met you was I ever submissive was i ever comfortable in being in my complete feminine was i i was like full-blown military masculinity very little feminine because i didn't trust any male 
to lead me in the way that I wanted to be led. The, the, I had daughters, you know, I was like, I, I never left that masculine submissive state. Like I wasn't going to be. And that caused a lot, a lot of resentment in, in my partners because they were like, you know, but I was like, listen, you got to fucking step up to the plate or, or, or do what I need you to do. But, and the result was, I just never felt comfortable doing that until I had met you who was completely masculine, um, completely comfortable in just taking the bull by the horns and, and leading in that way. And I was like, okay, wow, I've, this is new for me. I, I guess I don't have to be in my masculine so much. I can be a lot more feminine. I can allow him to compliment. And then before we knew it, like you just took on that role and I took on my complete feminine role. Um, not to say that we don't have a little bit of each, like you have a little bit of femininity in you too. And I have a little bit of masculine still in me. It's just our personalities. Um, but when you can really allow the, your partner to like compliment you in those way, it is such a peaceful way of living that I, I've never had that before until I had met you. So I guess to answer her question, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Be all I am woman. Hear me roar. That's yeah. great. If that's what you want to live like, uh, great. If that's for you, great. But I can speak for a lot of women. It is like intrinsic to us that whether it's the God or universe or whoever you want to look at it, that's not what women are meant to do. And I just feel really, really strongly and passionate about that. People are going to hate you right now for saying that. She's a feminist, right? <laughs> right or is that not I, feminism? I don't know what it is. They're going to be like, they're like, fuck, you're wrong. But I, I, I want to talk about from the, from the man's point of view, right? Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, I fully believe that independence and freedom are not just for male or woman or black, white, yellow, Asian, Chinese. It doesn't, doesn't fuck matter. I believe that each and every person in the world who is a person who has a God gifted gender, right? And to me, there's, there's, only, two. there's only two. Um, no matter who you are, independence and freedom is, is really at the core of who you are. Now you establish what that looks like inside of your life. Sure. So as a, as a dad to girls, right? Number one, I'm going to build them up tough so that they have a lot of me inside of them so they can be more independent. And that's not just tough. Like I'm not talking about fight tough fucking no. claw. I mean, although the Bailey and Jade and fee, they love the mud. Right. So like, but I'm talking about tough mentally, of course, right? being yeah. able to be resilient in chaos, to be able to have calmness when things get bad and to be able to sort through it, not cracking under pressure, 100%. Um, being able to face a fucking job interview being able to get told no. 100%. Right? Um, these things, can, can a woman teach them? Absolutely. Right? But I'm a man. And, and because I go into the marketplace and I go out and I create stuff and I build stuff and not that you don't do it or other women don't do it because there's a ton, probably much more successful ladies out there than me, but because I am who I am and I know who I am every day, I know how I want to make these people and you, you know, meeting these people, my kids, and you ultimately be independent yet still have me out ready to attack yeah and the reason why we can do that is because i have fully all the confidence in you you have all the confidence in yourself and that's that's not a role that i have to take on imagine if you and i were both like too headstrong like fuck you we're gonna go out and attack we're gonna sure that might work for a little bit it wouldn't work for me it wouldn't work and i, I can fully say in, in 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 all of my confidence that um because with those previous statements that I had made, because I fucking lived that way in my masculine for so long. I was that girl that was like, fuck you. 
you want me to do this? I can do this. I can do it better than him. I can do it better than her. I can do it better than you. And I'm going to do it fucking 10 times better. I still feel like, I still feel like you are that girl. You just get to pick the pockets where you get to be there authentically. You doing it. Right. You don't have to do it from the whole, uh, I guess alone. I don't have to do it alone. And I find peace in knowing that when I want to be that submissive, feminine, female, like, I can comfortably and confidently fall into that role knowing that I have my masculine man right there. It's not, it was not a sustain for me personally, that's all I can speak on, but it was not a sustainable way for me to live my life, to be in my masculine all the fucking time. What did that feel like? It was, it was chaos. I felt stressed. I mean, did you ever think you had a wiener? No, (laughs) I did not ever think I had a wiener, (laughs) but, but you know, like, but when you had met me, I was, I was stressed out all the time. I was, I I I would would pick at my face like crazy. Um, it just, there wasn't that compliment of, okay, Kendra, Hey, you can, you could relax. You can chill. It was always like, go, go, go. I got to lift harder. I got to, I got to go to work. I got to take care of the kids. I got to do this. Is there empowerment in that? Yes, of course there is. But when you're talking about a relationship and what a man can do for you and what a woman can do for the man, it's not supposed to be two fucking people that are like headbutting. It's supposed to complement each other. Yeah, I just was reading this is a different topic, but I, I, when I was in there, I got done speaking and then went in and I started doing my emails and stuff. I was reading about the 25 biggest um, common mistakes in a relationship and there were some things talking about them hitting each other. I want to talk about complimenting though. Yeah, um, cool. Because it didn't just, it didn't just happen. Right. Nope. I mean, it kind of did, but it didn't really, it's, there was still a lot of work. Like mm-hmm. even though looking back now, because we've had a, a very complimentary relationship and we have fun and we do these things and it honestly feels seamless. If you really think about it, like it, it's been pretty fucking easy, Yeah, but it really wasn't easy because I, you were, you were learning new habits. Yep. You were learning, learning how to, how to, in your word, you'd be submissive. Mm-hmm. I was learning how to not be a complete fucktard. Yeah. Right. Like I was learning how to communicate. I was learning how to be loved. I was learning how to be hugged. Mm-hmm. I was learning how to actually fucking sleep in a bed with out having my jeans on. Yeah. Right. Because I, that's, I felt more comfortable because here you go make fun of me all the time because I fucking slept in my jeans. I lived on couches my whole life. Right. Right. Just so that was comfort yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we had to like, you know, I'm building a business fucking coming back from owing the IRS money, having some fucking crusty people talk shit about me all the time. And, um, have you overlooked that, which ultimately could have created some doubt, fears, chaos. And you, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. it wasn't just like, Oh, this dude's great. This woman's great together. They live happily oh. ever after. How was, how did, how do you think we figured out how to compliment each other? I know what I did. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know what I did, mm-hmm. but how did it work? I think when we first got into our relationship, and this was about five years ago now, um, like you said, we were both very like gung-ho, strong individuals. You had your way of living. I had my way of living. I think when we had got together, we were both super patient in learning each other. I think that was a really big key. So, um, And also for both of us, I wasn't trying to change you. And you weren't trying to change me. We were like, okay, this is how this chick rolls. This is how this man rolls. Cool. Um, if we're going to make this work together, we're two super intelligent, you know, highly capable people. I respect you. You respect me. And let's make this work. 
oh, okay, this is how you do things. That's really awesome. This is how I do things. We were really patient and we were both really, really good at um, learning, like learning each other. And I wasn't trying to turn you into something. You weren't trying to turn me into something. It was like, hey, this is who this man is. I'm not going to change him. I'm going to go with it. I think there was a, there was a piece where we were, we were both uh, open and receptive to the idea and the concept that there could be something great with a little bit of work. Yeah. And when you look at work, sometimes I think people get fearful, but we had open minds. Mine, obviously, and I'm not, this isn't like a diss on you, was, far, was already far more open than yours, yep. right? So you talk about being patient, compliment. I knew where I was going. Go back to that. It's interesting because we get to fly to, we're flying back to California on Sunday, almost five years to, to speak with Garrett, you know, on a podcast who actually opened my mind to some of these things. I'm a, and I'm going to tell that story about being at that when you were crying, thinking that, you know, you weren't good enough for me. Mm-hmm. But my point is opened up. My mind was open and we had to slowly open up yours and I didn't force you to get there quickly. Um, I mean, even last night I said, look, it's time for you to stand in your full complete power because I think we should build some fucking strong relationship coaching now yeah. because we're progressing at a rate that most people can't progress at. Um, so when I looked, so I, from, from my point um, to be able to compliment you, it wasn't about, it wasn't so much about changing you as it was about changing me. Sure. Right. And not, and I'm not like changing the things about me, but changing the way that I normally would do things. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate, and you know, this incompetence. Yep. And I'm not saying you're incompetent, right. But slow learning and these things, I expect everybody to know it now. One of the things that I realized was you were very peaceful and methodical in your thinking and at ease and stuff like that. If I were to come with my aggressive nature on you, I would have been overbearing and it would not have been, I would have immediately would have gone into that masculine. And I would have mode. been like, fuck you, dude. Like, right. you don't get to talk to me that way. I'm kind, you know, like, why are you talking? To- yeah, you're right. I would have totally rejected that. But I think that's what I meant when I said, like, we had that patience with each other. Like, I was still learning you. You were learning me. I wasn't trying to change who you were. I was genuinely trying to learn. I was like, okay, I'm not going to turn this man into something. He's, you know, I don't want to do that. He, I don't want him to do that to me. So we were patient and, and you definitely, it was easy and it happened fast, faster than probably most relationships because you were, you, it, you were so easy for me to be submissive to because you had that exceptional, like I am man, I am the leader. This is where we're going. Hey, you're coming with me. This is what we're going to do. And I was like, oh shit. Like, okay. Like I like this. I, I, I have all the confidence in the world in you. I have all the confidence in me that we can both go there, you know? So I, I really, what happens really if you think, that. what happens if you, well, what am I trying to say here? What if the male is submissive in the relationship? I mean, I, I definitely think, are you talking about like, you? I'm, just, I'm just thinking about like, I'll, I mean, there's certain things that like, I'm like, oh, cool. You know, whatever. Like, I'm not going to fuck with this. Right. Like I'm, I think I'm at you, peace. Yeah. I, I don't think, use the word submissive. I use peace. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's gotta be some relationships out there where the women get up every day. I can think of them. And they're like fucking on the dude nonstop. I can only speak what it, if, if I was in a relationship where you were completely and I was if I was in the masculine role and I was leading our family, because that is a lot of questions females have. Well, what's wrong with the female leading? And I can tell you if it was me and I was in that constant need for telling my husband that this is what he has to do. This is where we got to go. That shit would get old to me. I, I would I would I would I would lay down at night and I would be like, God damn it. I just want him to fucking be a man. Like even, even though I could be like a super fucking power powerhouse woman, I could be the breadwinner. I could be whatever. 
I, for me personally, I can only speak on that. I would be like, God damn it. I just want him to fucking roar. I just want him to take charge, you know, because as a female, for me personally, I can speak on that shit would get so old. I'd be like, God damn it. Here I am busting my ass doing this. And I got this fucking submissive ass going to do whatever I say. That would not work for me. That would be such a turnoff. I would be like, I, I, I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> I can't do that. There's uh, I, I just was, I just was wondering what, but there are times, that. there are times in our relationship. I wouldn't, I, I, I'm going to say the word submissive, but it's not submissive. But like when we are having sex and when we are like, you are so, yeah, that's why I have to, I have to wear like those masks. And... You are, what? <laughs> <laughs> you are, you're so unguarded. I feel like, and you're so peaceful and you can just really, enthrall yourself and, and let down those walls and maybe and maybe that's not like the submissive word but you are just like you're peaceful and you're good and then it's like okay afterwards and, and, and that's a whole nother topic right it, yeah. about for for me personally like where i actually find peace and happiness and endorphins because or when you dance the, the, with me in the kitchen or like when you do your little hip shaking things like that's just good that's right? not good but it's 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 adorable <laughs> it's adorable because that is you in the safety and the comfort of your home, I, I wouldn't say that's like being submissive. I would just say you're letting your guard down. Like you can be your fun loving. You don't have to be that masculine. Like I'm taking over the world role all the freaking time, you know? Yeah. There's a whole side of me that very few people know. Um, maybe awesome. these two guys know me a little bit more. Than it. The what? Yeah. I love to peg you. <laughs> what is pegging? <laughs> Kevin taught me. I had an urban dictionary. He said, Kevin so what? Even- he, what did you say? Was. So what you like to peg Mark or something? <laughs> and I started laughing because I was like, okay, I don't know what he's talking about. And then he started laughing harder and I had to urban dictionary it. And it means when a woman fucks her man with a strap on, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. That's super submissive. <laughs> uh, that would have to be a no go for me. If you were like, peg me. <laughs> I was fucking thinking like peg leg or whatever. I don't know. That's, uh, uh, anyways, that's a whole other topic. Learn something new every day. Yeah. No. Urban Dictionary. <laughs> it's all real. Everything's real. Um, but I, I want to give some 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 things about like complimenting it because I believe that even if you're in a relationship, people change. The only thing that's constant is that change is going to happen, whether that's in your relationship, whether it's in your parenting. Mm-hmm. I mean, our life is going to change and evolve, even if things work out great. Change doesn't always mean bad. It hopefully means right. good, up, down, indifferent, right? But like when kids leave the house, we're gonna have to learn how to live together fully. There's gonna be no more. Mm-hmm. We, you know, that that's a change. Um, but it doesn't have to be. You don't have to have a new relationship to compliment one another. You can start learning how to create different skills, different ways to communicate, different things that you want out of your relationship because there truly are no fucking rules. Like there really are no no rules. So why? if you have these self-limiting beliefs or these lies or these fucking things that you're thinking about right now in a relationship that you don't compliment one another. I mean, I don't know if Amber listens to this, but she literally was telling us at dinner last night about how she'll just come right through the house, like a fucking screaming at people like a tornado, right? Like, yo, if you did that, I'd be like, it's been nice knowing you. I'm fucking out. Right. And, and, and even coming from somebody who probably does, if, if I was like that all the time, I wouldn't want to be like that all the time. You know what I mean? So when you, when you, you and I started dating and then marrying and obviously the progressive workload you're doing on yourself, did you find things about yourself that you wanted to compliment? Was there things that you looked at me on and said, here's how I can make him better? Yeah. I, I still think that I do that till this day. 
share that. Right. That, let's share that valuable piece for these guys. Well, I, th- I can only speak back on a lot of the people that have, I've told this story to when we were in California and I was crying. Mark was at an event. He was actually with Garrett at a money marketer event, right? Yep. Boot camp or whatever. Um, and he was like, Hey, here's the credit card. Go shopping in Newport, Huntington, wherever you want to do. I'm literally going to be in this from eight o'clock until 8 PM. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, fine. Probably day two. And he gets, he gets off at like seven o'clock at night and I'm crying. Like, right. Like, oh, my life is so bad. But, but, but I wasn't new to you though. Like it was new to me and I wasn't even a year into our relationship. No, And I wasn't crying. I wasn't crying because of like, oh, poor me. But I was like, man, I really like this guy, but I don't know if I'm enough for him. Like I'm not entrepreneurial in the sense, like I'm not going to these boot camps. I, I didn't even know this world existed. Um, and it was just a lot for me. And, and you have all these goals and dreams. Then you would come back and share with me, which I was really grateful for. I just didn't know. I wasn't, I wasn't in my self growth. I, I was like, I can't keep up with this. Like, this is all new to me. Are you sure? Like I'm, I'm enough for you. Cause I'm just me, you know? And at that time you opened up your notebook and you were like, listen, and you opened up everything and, and you were reading it and, I, and you were like, you're a part of all of this with me. So even though I didn't, I didn't know how to lead myself into like be in that role of, of how can I step into this with him? You were like, I'm going to take you with me. I, I know that you don't know how to do this, but as the man, as the leader of this family, I'm going to show you, like I, I've been writing about you and the kids and the family and our dreams and our goals. And you're like, I, I'm taking you with me. You just had to get it all down and, and, and I was learning how to take us where we were going, but I knew where we were going. We were both learning at that time, right? Like you were learning how to take, because otherwise it was just you. You're, you're, you before it was just like, this is what I got to do. Now I'm going. But when you had met me and the kids and it was like, okay, now I have to do this, but how do I bring them all with me? So that was a really, really big learning point. Um, and even still till this day, how do I compliment you in that sense now? You include me in, in everything. We just had a conversation this morning of, um, you know, business stuff. And, and I just laid it out very blatantly for you because I do understand now. And I have enthralled myself into this world and our world now where if you're slacking, you know, slacking in the sense, are you need to pick me up? I'm there for you. I got you. I, I tell you the things that are probably a little hard for you to hear being that extremely masculine, egotistical, um, manly role that you have to take on when you're changing the world. You know, there is, there is part of that. And so when that sometimes falls, then I do step into that. I'm like, Hey, listen, this is what you got to do. This is what we're doing. You know, before though, Holy smokes. I, I, I wouldn't, I would have been like, um, I don't know how to help you. Sorry. You know, sure. But I stepped into that and I feel like that's a really massive compliment to, to you. And I'm not step into that role all the time, but, um, and being your piece, you know, majority of the time, like you say, I think your favorite thing about me is that you say it often is that I bring you peace. There's yeah. never a time where you're going to walk in the house and I'm going to be like, what the fuck? And you yeah. didn't do this and the house is dirty and blah, blah, blah. Like I would never do that to you. It's crazy though, because you still have to unwind all the shit that from my childhood, right? <laughs> I walk into that house, even though you don't do it, waiting for yeah. you to do it because of walking into it from my mom and dad, my whole, like up. Yeah. You point, have, right? yeah, like, I mean, you say it, you say it daily. Like I, I, I don't even want to shave in the fucking shower in the house because I feel like I'm going to get yelled at. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. You, you definitely have some like PTSD. I'm sure there's a lot of gentlemen, gentlemen who have like some sort of, PTSD from, from something either in their childhood, maybe they were in the war from something and maybe your wife 
isn't complimenting you in those in those in those ways that y- you might need as a man right because like you said uh, my husband I, I will, i'll clean the entire house every day and he'll come and he'll want to shower he'll be like i don't even want to take a shower because you already cleaned the house and i'm like i don't give a fuck i will clean it again like mm. just take a shower i, I don't want to shave because uh, my hair will get all over the sink i don't give a fuck just shave like just constantly trying to snap you out of those like listen you're not eight anymore type of deals no matter how strong they are no matter how traumatic it might have been for you um because i do think that so many people bring their traumas too like into into relationships like imagine if i brought all of my trauma and you brought all of your trauma which is a lot by the way um and we just instead of trying to complement each other and try to help each other and grow and guide if we were just like fucking that's a big piece i think you just touched on because i wanted to give the guys some of that stuff we use the word trauma but or baggage or whatever the fuck you want to call it um so many relationships get stuck on trying to solve the fucking trauma or solve the baggage or talk about where they're at that they never actually move to the progression of the creation of the life that they want together and so when i looked at like for me and you i realized like dude i had i have this blank slate of a human being and sure i mean i hate the word baggage right but it brought me two new daughters it brought me a whole nother side of a family. It brought a fucking bunch of opinions on people that knew me from or thought they knew me from before. Right. But I was willing to be like, Hey, I got something that I like here that is special. I'm now going to go slow, which is the exact opposite of everything I do in my life. But if you look at the relationship, even though we went like literally got married quick, went through everything. I went slow. And I mean that, what I mean by that was the life's the life that we live is on the daily, right? It's when I walk through the door. It's when I kiss you. It's when I go back outside and come back in to kiss you or tell you I love you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's all the little things that I did every day to move slow to make sure that you felt loved and appreciated. And there's a reason that I did that was because I didn't love and appreciate myself. So right. I did, and as I was building this, I mean, I, I was starting to when I met you, but I realized that if I could give something, I could start learning how to receive it. And I saw that it was a self-fulfilling, basically prophecy, if you will, by me giving love to you and the girls in the Phoenix. I got it back times four, yeah. right? So as much as I was complimenting you, all of a sudden it started coming back to me, yep. which was building me. And when it built me, I put it back into, it was like this daily deposit into my life, into my wife, into my kids. And talk about how that was probably one of the scariest things for you. Love, to do. love is my biggest fear. I, I, you, I mean, there's probably tons of guys out there who are like, oh, they don't want to put their walls down. They don't want to do this. They are just in that constant, like chaos, tra- trauma, you know, that that's that's like really heavy energy if you if you always carried that with you and you like you said like you didn't consciously and intentionally like walk in the house give me hugs and kisses and you just brought that like negativity and that trauma it's like holy shit that's like that whether whether you want to believe in those energies or or not that's a that's a thing people feel that your kids feel that so so talk about how scary that was for you to like break down and finally like one, it trust in yourself to like bring that down, but like, wow, I really am trusting in my in my wife that she is my safe spot. Like, I can be this peaceful man. Yeah, it, I mean, I've been in relationships that they were toxic as fuck. I, honestly, I mean, we don't like talking about other relationships, but there's every relationship I've ever been in other than you was was fucking booty, right? It was a waste of time and energy and negative energy. Is actually looking back, I guess I could have learned something from it, but these things there was something I was after inside of there, which was recreating my childhood, which was complete which chaos, was complete gas, which was my mom and dad throwing the fucking fights and spits and punch and, um, throwing the spaghetti plates across the, mm-hmm. the counter and the microwave 
you know, in the getting fights, smashed in the fights, in the fights in the over fights. and over yeah. and over. My mom and dad backed into her spitting on his face and fucking screaming and just what was normal to me. So, so what you knew, what I knew was that life. And then, you know, I met you and there was a calmness around you that brought me some sort of peace. And even, you know, everyone, not everyone knows, but the people that start listening to me know that I ghosted you. And it was because I didn't trust myself that I could one, be the man. Right. Mm-hmm. But two, like, dude, I don't know how to handle peace. It's just foreign to me. It's kind of scary. I don't know I've, how to handle it. I yeah? found peace in just, you know, being a dad, building a company, going to the gym. Boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, boom. So faith, finances, family, we're all done. It was, you know, believe myself, work like a motherfucker, love Phoenix, go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden this new dimension come in and I had to learn how to let... It's an interesting, interesting thing because I say I had to learn how to do it, but it's not even that I had to learn. I had to allow myself the ability to go there. And so many people won't allow themselves to even get to the spot to release it, to consider that there's something different because they think that whatever they've had, they deserve. And that's what they're fucking after. But once I did it and I allowed you in and things got... In, and, I, and at first, right, like I was watching and kind of waiting and are we going to get a fight or we're not going to get a fight, but I kept doing the right thing doing the right yep. thing, doing the right thing. And every time I did the right thing, you would respond back with even more loving. And you said something one time, um, I think it was in that conversation of when you said you'd be third in my life, but you said, uh, I love hard. What you give me, I give back harder. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you actually did that yep. like slowly from, I shouldn't tell you, you did it fastly. The more I gave, the more I received, the more I gave, the more I received. And I was like, damn, this is different as fuck to me. Um, and then when people start doing that, all of a sudden you want to actually compliment them in different ways by me being a stronger man, by getting in better health, looking at being a better father. How many relationships do you think are out there? Because that's a really good point. I love when I said to you, I love hard, you're going to love me then I'm going to love you harder. Like, you know, how many, how many relationships are out there where couples are just like, you're a piece of shit to me. So I'm going to be a piece of shit to you harder. You know, Almost it's everyone like, hurt, I've ever met. Hurt. Like you hurt me. I want to hurt you back. I'm pissed off now. I'm going to be pissed off at you. Like how many people? I, I don't know the number, but I know this and I know we're getting short on time. So we oh, should yeah. talk about that in the next one. But here's what I do know. I, I know I've helped thousands and thousands of men and um, they stay stuck in those things. And it's not, it's, it's almost like they enjoy the misery. They just fucking enjoy the misery. And it's probably just from you watching their moms or dads, grandpas. They think it's like, what they deserve. They don't even consider the fact that there is no rules to the relationship and it can be rewritten any way you want to write it. Any so way you want to write it. Yeah. And, and that, so that's going to be the, the call to action for the people this week, man. How do you want to write the story of your relationship? How do you want to rewrite this thing to go all in for you? How do you compliment your wife? How do you compliment your husband? How do you compliment your yourself? Right? Like <laughs> everything you do in your life, how do you build something worthwhile with no fucking rules? You don't need any rules. You need, Lots of love. Lots of love. Lots of love. That's it for today's episode. We'll see you all next week.